host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Burns. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about identifying your spirituality, okay? Because, you know, so many people talk about being gifted with mediumship, and I say gifted in inverted commas, okay? So people say they're gifted with mediumship, they're gifted with their psychic ability, they're gifted as a healer and stuff. And, you know, it does leave the rest of us wondering why we weren't, you know, the chosen ones. And I say chosen again in inverted commas, okay? So I firstly want to address this because, you know, nobody is inverted commas gifted or inverted commas chosen, okay? All of us are the same. We have different abilities and some of us develop abilities in different areas, okay? I mean, I'm sure I could have been an amazing soccer player or rugby player or, you know, I always had dreams of winning Wimbledon, but there was no tennis club in our town, you know? So it depends. Do we have, you know, do we have... um, opportunity I suppose to develop our abilities okay and you know some of you may have heard me say this before um, but mediumship itself or psychic work or healing or whatever they're abilities in the same way that singing is okay we're all able to connect with spirit but some of us will choose to do classes to develop that ability and work with it more in the same way that we all can sing okay so trust me, I can sing, but it's something that you do not want to hear, not in your worst nightmare, okay? It's not a pretty sound. However, if I were somebody that went and took singing classes, I could probably develop that ability to a point where I could do karaoke without embarrassing myself, okay? I'm not sure, but it would take a lot of classes, but I could probably do it. And it's the same with mediumship, okay? We all have an ability to connect with spirit. We can do classes or we can sit in circles to develop that ability. Now, some of us will go on to use the ability publicly by reading for others. And some of us will only ever use it to connect on a deeper level with our own loved ones in spirit. Now, either one is fine. The point is that we all have the ability. So what I want to do in this episode is to give you nine signs that you have spiritual abilities so that you know that you can do this for yourself should you choose to do so. Okay, even if you say, oh, wow, I'm spiritually, you know, gifted or I have spiritual ability, whichever you want to you choose to call it. um, It doesn't mean that you have to work with it. It doesn't mean you have to develop it, but know that the choice is there for you. Okay. Now, bear in mind, I'm only going to talk about nine ways today, okay? So this list is not exhaustive in any way, shape, or form. There are other ways. And, you know, I've read articles which contain up to 50 different ways to identify your spiritual 
spirituality, if you like, okay? But I'm just going to stick with nine of the most common ways because I don't want you to be overanalyzing everything that you do on a daily basis, okay? We have to live on this earth too, so I don't want you to be, you know, overanalyzing everything that you do, okay? So are you ready? Here we go. Number one is being uncomfortable in crowds, okay? And this might seem like something that you wouldn't consider in this, in this context at all, at all. But if you're a regular listener, you will have heard me say in the past that I used to hide under the table a lot when I was a child. Because if you have spiritual abilities, you may find that being in crowded places makes you feel uncomfortable because you become overwhelmed by all of the different energies around you. You will feel so many emotions all at once and you won't know what to do with that energy. Okay, so picking up on the energy around you or the different energies from people, that's a huge red flag that you have a spiritual ability. Okay, number two is that you are empathic. Okay, now being an empath or being empathic, it's something that we hear said quite often. So I did look up the definition when I was writing this. So the definition is, quote, showing an ability to understand and share the feelings of another, end quote. So this one really follows on directly from number one about being uncomfortable in crowds. Because this is a sure, like being uncomfortable in crowds in itself is a sure indicator that you are an empath because you are picking up on the emotions of others. And you know, you if you think about it, like have you ever stood beside somebody? It might even be a complete stranger, but instantly you know that they're stressed or maybe you pick up on the fact that they might be ready to burst into tears. But that's you being an empath because you're feeling their emotions. Okay, huge red flag. Number three is heightened senses. Okay, now I've spoken a lot in the past about the seven clairs of mediumship. Okay, clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience and so on. Now, if you're not familiar with them, I will put a link to episode two of the podcast in the description box attached because in that episode, I discuss them all in detail. Okay. But for now, you may have found during your life that some of your senses are particularly heightened, okay? And something a lot of people notice is their acute sense of smell. And often people talk about maybe being able to smell their deceased mother's perfume or their granddad's pipe tobacco or something. But they're acknowledging the smell that they can smell, but nobody else in the room can smell anything. Okay, and this is a sure sign that you're picking up energy from another realm and that you are indeed connecting with the spirit world. Now, I do want to say that it doesn't always just have to be from another realm. Sometimes you may find that, you know, in particular areas that your senses are heightened. So, for example, my own sense of hearing is it's not great. Well, it is. I can hear. Thank God I can hear. But um, it's very hit and miss. If there's background noise or if there's two people talking, like I can't hear the two people talking at the same time. I can't make out what either of them are saying. If there's music in the background, I find it very hard to concentrate um, or pick up on what people are saying. So like my sense of hearing is compromised in, in, in that regard. But I will not be able to sleep if there's something on standby. Like if the television is on standby or, you know, the skybox or the DVD player or whatever, I can hear anything that's on standby. 
you know, so I'm picking up more sensitive sounds, but the ones that are in this earthly realm, not so much, okay? So it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're necessarily picking up, um, you know, the smell of your granddad's pipe tobacco, for example, okay? You could just be picking up more sensitive sounds um, or voices or smells or whatever it might be, okay? So that is another red flag that you're, you're more sensitive to these things, you know, anything to do with the senses, the, the sight, the sound, you know, the smell, all of those things, okay? So number four is, I've put down as animals being attracted to you, okay? Because we know that animals are highly spiritual beings and that they often sense spirit around them. So if you are someone who's spiritually connected, you may find that animals are attracted to you, okay? And even sometimes when, you know, the animal's owners tell you that they don't normally go to strangers, but you find that they're being very friendly and open with you, this is also a sign that you're spiritually connected because animals can sense the presence of spirit around you. Now, this can also go very wrong, okay? Unfortunately, my um, both my doggies have passed now at this point, but um, one of my dogs, the one that I had first, um, like she was just my baby, okay? Uh, she was my shadow going around. But one day I was working and I was actually doing um, healing, okay? So when I do spiritual healing, I go into trance and I take on um, the energy of the spirit, okay? So sometimes my facial features will change or the smell of me will change, you know? And even my voice tends to sound different when I'm in trance. So I came out of my office one day before I had fully come out of trance. Okay, I was running behind and my dog attacked me. Okay, she thought I was a stranger, that I was breaking into the house. She didn't recognize my voice. She didn't recognize my smell. She didn't recognize the sight of me because I had changed because of being in trance. You know, so the, the animals will pick up, you know, the positive spirit around you, but they'll also pick up the changes in you. Okay, so, you know, watch out for how animals react to you. It's another red flag. Now, number five I've put down is in, as dreams, okay? And there's kind of three different parts to this, okay? Because there's a few different ways that we can be in touch with our spirituality through dreams, okay? So A is lucid dreaming. So lucid dreaming is where you are awake, aware that you're dreaming, but you feel a connection to the spirit world, or on some occasions, you may even experience an out-of-body experience, okay, where your soul leaves your body and you're aware that you're no longer in your body, okay? But this is lucid, you're very aware of it. But then B is vivid dreaming. This is where you have very realistic dreams to the point that you're unsure if you were dreaming or not when you woke up, okay? And in these dreams, you may get a feeling of deja vu, or even a visit from a loved one in spirit. And C is psychic dreams. And this is where you dream of something happening in life, which then actually does happen in real life at a later date, okay? So any of these three are type, any of these three types of dreaming signify a connection to the spirit world because you're getting the energy or the information from the spirit world, okay? Number six, I've put down as being able to pick up a negative energy, okay? 
So, you know, I'm sure we've all experienced this. You know, when you walk into a room and you just feel like there's tension. Okay, so maybe, you know, you're going to visit somebody and maybe this couple have had an argument before you walk in or, you know, maybe something's going on, but you immediately pick up on this tension without anybody ever saying anything to you. And it's nothing to do with their sour faces, you know. They might be smiling and welcoming you and putting on a front, but you just know that there's something, you know, going on under the surface. And this can also be a sign that you're picking up on energy and therefore have a spiritual ability, okay? And this can also manifest itself in your ability to easily tell if someone is lying or if someone is not being sincere with you. Because like a few of these ones that I'm talking about today, they're all different ways of picking up on or reading somebody's energy, okay? Um, and that is a sure sign that you have a spiritual ability. Now, number seven, I've put down as people being drawn to you. And I laugh when I talk about this one, okay? Um, this is my husband's bugbear. So have you ever felt that people are drawn to open up to you, okay? Even strangers, okay? That people just come and tell you their life story or tell you what's going on in their life. Now, my husband often chastises me that you know, I do, I get people's life stories, whether I'm in the queue for the supermarket, the ATM, you know, whatever it might be, that people are just drawn to me and they start talking to me and they tell me about all their troubles, their woes, their life story, you know, all of this kind of stuff. You know, uninvited a lot of the time, not unwelcome, but I haven't asked them. But, you know, I tend to get into these conversations and I find out everything about everybody, okay? And the reason for that is that people often pick up on your natural spiritual ability before even you do, okay? And they sense that you have the ability to guide them in their lives, okay? So this is another red flag that you should not ignore. Number eight, another big one for me, is if you have trouble sleeping, okay? Now, we do hear a lot of people talking about the witching hour, and there's conflicting uh, views on this. Some people say it's midnight to 1 a.m. Some people say it's 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. It doesn't matter. Because either way, if you find that you're waking up randomly during the night for no apparent reason, or maybe because you felt that there was someone in the room, like this is a huge indicator that you're picking up on spiritual energy. Okay? Now, it's not that I necessarily believe that spirit are more active during these hours. In actual fact, I don't believe it at all. It's just down to the fact that during the day, we're generally too busy to allow our minds to pick up on this energy. Okay, so we're too busy. We're thinking about all the things that we have to do. We're going to work, we're cooking a dinner. Maybe we have kids to run around after, okay? So all of these things um, take up our time and every waking moment, you know? But when you're asleep, your mind isn't thinking about all those things. So it's more open for spirit to make themselves known to you. Okay, so that's why your dream, ten, your sleep, I beg your pardon, tends to be interrupted. So being a bad sleeper is a definite sign of spiritual connection. Okay, number nine for now, as I say, this isn't a um, definitive list, but I've just chosen the, the, the nine most common ones. So number nine, I've put down as feeling energy in your third eye or in your crown chakra, okay? Now, spirits have to have a portal for them to connect with us, okay? They have to have a way where they can make themselves known to us. And your third eye, which is right between your two eyebrows, it's at the front of your head, or your crown chakra, which is at the very top of your head, okay, they are the 
where there are two of the main ways there's other ways that you know um you can know stuff from spirit but these would be the two main ways that we pick up on spirit energy okay so there may be times where you feel a tingling in either of these chakras or even in dizziness on occasions especially at times of high emotion okay and this can be a sign that you're feeling but not acknowledging a, your connection or a connection with spirit okay now i do want to point out that this is not medical advice and if you're experiencing headaches or dizziness on a regular basis please do seek medical advice this is different and you will know it when you feel it okay and one of the things that i want to point out while we're talking about this feeling spirit energy is that you know a lot of people talk about you know reading the tarot cards and stuff like that okay and this was a big thing for me some years ago because you know some of you will already be aware that when i learned to read psychically i actually learned to read tea leaves from my grandmother okay but as i got older tea leaves just didn't work for me now maybe it was because i didn't have her guidance anymore i was only seven when she passed away god rest her soul so um you know maybe it was because i didn't have her guidance at that point but I felt more attracted to maybe reading people's cards, but didn't know how to choose the right deck of um, angel card or tarot cards, beg your pardon, for me. So um, somebody told me at one point that I should feel the cards, you know, hold them. So buying tarot cards online isn't necessarily um, a thing that I would advise, advise you to do. Whether you go to like an expo or, you know, a spirit fair or whatever, or you, if you have an angel or crystal shop, you know, some kind of holistic shop where they sell cards, go in there and hold the deck and see, do you feel something from it? You know, because that's what I did. And even they had, you know, the wrap on it, they were shrink wrapped and everything. I wasn't able to like touch the cards directly. But when I picked up the deck and it's the same deck that I've been using for years. Okay. It's a Celtic Druid deck. And I don't know, I've never learned what, you know, the seven of swords means or the pentacles or any of that. I read these intuitively. But when I, you know, when I picked up this deck, I actually felt faint. I felt like I was going to pass out okay so you know not ignoring how your body reacts to different um you know occasions or different situations or whatever it's such a huge and important factor when you're trying to identify your own modality okay so if you're feeling a tingling in your third eye in your crown chakra or even in your solar plexus because you may well be clairsentient you know so there's you know lots of different ways that you can but don't ignore it okay so went off on a bit of a tangent there but there you have nine ways to identify you know whether or not you have a spiritual ab ability you know and i'd love to hear because as i've said a couple of times this is not a definitive or an exhaustive list okay and i'd love to hear if you have other suggestions of ways that you were able to identify that you have a spiritual ability and how it manifested itself okay you can let me know in the comments here or you know on any of my social media channels you'll find all of the links to those in the description box attached so thank you for listening, guys. I'm going to say goodbye for now, but I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything.